Welcome into this edition of the Inferno Soccer uh, Inferno Soccer Insiders. I'm uh, one of the co-hosts, Edwin Perez, alongside my typical co-host Jerry Walker. And before we get into anything, Jerry, how are you doing? I'm good. Well, bummer about the ASU game this last weekend, dropping it against Arizona. But hey, we're we have a month left of the semester. That's a good thing to look at. Exactly. It's 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 quickly approaching. I mean, it's, it feels like the season has fly by very quickly. So but when it comes to the University of Arizona game, we'll talk about that next week because we have a special edition of the Infer Inferno Soccer Insiders. We have our first special guest. And so we're going to introduce her in, in a little bit. But, I mean, exciting stuff. We finally got someone on to join us, Jerry. Yeah, what about you? How have you been? How's life over there? Uh, it's, it's been good. It's been good. I mean, we, we enjoyed the trip down to Tucson. I know it was the first experience for yourself in uh to go down there obviously it was not the game uh we wanted or expected but it is what it is um other than that i've been holding it down watching some you know just soccer in general yeah and so uh, as we mentioned the special edition of the podcast we're gonna you know bring it and bring in and our guests in a little bit and just focus on you know featuring featuring her rather than talk about the games and we can talk about the game alongside with the game that they're playing this weekend. So we'll do that kind of discussion next week. We welcome in our special guest uh, in our first in our first guest of the podcast. That is Jessica Hale or Jess. I mean, she lets us use both. So if we if me and Jerry use both of them, we apologize to anyone listening, but we might interchange it. But uh, a senior defender on the team who's been, you know, with the program for very long. So, you know, before we even start off, uh, we just want to say thank you for joining us, Jess. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me, you guys. Yeah. And just to kind of kick it off with a, you know, e uh, easy question. Uh, where, where are you from, you know? I'm local. So I've lived in Arizona my entire life and I am from Ahwatukee. So that's probably about 25 minutes away from the Tempe campus. And that's where I grew up. Is it is there anything special about playing close to where you grew up with Arizona State? Oh, yes, I love it. You know, my family is able to come to all my games, even my extended family. I mean, obviously, right now, um, it's a little bit limited due to COVID. But usually, like my friends and my family, like are always able to come. And I, I love having them there at my games and being able to see me play and everything. And recently, it was announced that, you know, fans will be allowed back in slowly and surely so what was that experience like finally to get more people into the stadium for you oh it's so exciting you know just like just especially with everything that we've been going through you know and like having our fall season canceled like us being able to have fans come back is like super exciting for us like it's like something that we like have been looking forward to what was that like for you suddenly hearing that the fall season's canceled and they wasn't even sure if they were moving it to the spring or what was happening? So like, what was running through your mind when all that went down? So as a senior, it was like kind of like, wow, like my last season is being canceled. Like we didn't, I didn't really know if we were even going to get a spring season. So it was really tough um, to hear definitely. But then there was other things like if we would have had a fall season, like we you know, haven't been training. So it would have been a hard, like, and injuries could have happened and stuff. So I, I think it was for the best that we had a spring season. And I'm actually like really thankful that we did get to have some kind of season this year. And, you know, when they announced the spring season's coming up and obviously they, it was kind of reg regulated what you could do and, you know, the team meeting up. So how did you prepare for this upcoming season? 
Um, well, in the fall, we, we prepared all season because we couldn't play. So we just did a lot of running and lifting and we played each we played ourselves um, to prepare. And then over winter break, obviously, like I made sure to keep fit and just like get ready. And I think I was super ready this season just because like I've been waiting like a year to just like get on the field again. So it was super like it was super exciting and I like felt more ready than usual, honestly. And, and to kind of uh, follow up on that, you know, you've been here uh, for, you know, now four years. How much has the program changed since, you know, the start, you know, since your freshman year? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's definitely it's changed a lot. I think just um, since my freshman year. Yeah, like we definitely I think the team chemistry has grown so much over the four years that I've been here. Just being a close knit team and like wanting to work for each other has definitely grown and gotten better um, since I've been here. And even like, you know, our, I would say our style of play, like we've started to like come to like know more of who we are as a team. And I think that's definitely helped us a lot. Do you think the team may have become closer with all the COVID happening and kind of you have to figure out new ways to stay in touch, new ways to train? Yes, definitely. I would say like, I don't know. Yeah, just like going through that together and like, like all the road bumps has definitely made us closer and like just us having to stay in touch over zoom and like when we travel like there's so many things we can't do but like us finding other ways to like make sure that we're like still bonding and everything has definitely like helped us become closer. Do you feel that's kind of the difference from the teams that you've been part of do you think this is maybe the most closest unit uh, out of all the teams you play for. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. And I, I think that this year, like most importantly, like we've definitely, I don't know, we've just had like really a really fun time this season. And just, I think it's also has to do with the fact that, you know, we had a year off and like just being able to play, you know, has made us like all super excited and happy to be around each other. And, and to kind of follow up on that, you know, just to give a general look on the, on the season so far, obviously you guys played so many games. How do you feel that overall the group is doing you know um I think I think we're doing really great and I'm I'm excited to see um what we do with the rest of the season you know we we did have a tough loss last week but um we have a big game coming up and I don't know just like us having a year off and we are already doing better than we did last season it's like it's like a great feeling and I just think we're like going in the right direction and personally for you I mean it's been a huge season because I you know Ever since your freshman year, you've been building up for this moment, and now you're just a, mu a must-star player on that defensive line. You know, do, do you feel you've grown so much during your time in the program, and what does it mean for you to be that, you know, that starting uh, right back for the team? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you if you would ask me freshman year if I think I would ever step on the field and play and get minutes, I would have said no. So, like, just being able to, like, be here and see how far I've come is, like, it's, like, the best feeling, and, like, I definitely – have come so far since I came, since I came to ASU, you know, I've definitely grown as a player um, tactically, like soccer IQ wise. And I, I feel like I still have potential to grow like way even more, you know? And, uh, you know, you're in a team with, with a lot of international players and you, we kind of talked about it early on how you're the local. It doesn't mean that much more that you're starting on a team where there's a lot of international talent and you and, you know, there's a uh, way are kind of the local talent that are kind of making the name for, you know, Arizona in a sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I, I also love playing with, um, you know, all my international teammates because like they, 
they play soccer differently from where they come from. So it's like fun to like see how they play soccer, you know, like it's a total different style. But then when we, we come here, we all play together and it's something that like I really look forward to and I like it because it's just cool seeing how soccer is different in other places in the world. And, um, you know, we're not going to single anyone out, but is there any, any specific international player that you were surprised by the, the way they play, you know, how, how unique their style of play is? Um, Lara, she's my roommate, actually. Um, she's from Brazil and she just like their touches, you know, like they can, she can do like a, a cool like shot where she like, um, I don't know, she like just anything she does is so cool because like her touches are amazing. And you can just tell like she plays like a Brazilian, you know. And what what's it like, you know, as you mentioned, you, you, you kind of live with players and everyone on the team lives with other players. What's it like that dynamic living with each other? And does it help, you know, your guys' chemistry on the field? Oh, yes, definitely. And it's it's super nice because, you know, like living with people that are on your team, like you're all on the same schedule. You're all going through the same thing, like of always being busy, always having schoolwork, always traveling. And, and it's it's nice to have people that understand what you're going through. So it's definitely helped the team chemistry as well. And, you know, kind of, you know, we talked about a lot of, you know, about right now, but kind of looking back, you know, you you started playing soccer, I would assume at a young age, you know, what age did you start playing soccer and what got you into it? Um, I probably started playing soccer when I was about, um, probably four or five. And I think like all of my preschool friends were in it. So I was, I, I did it too. And then like me and all my core group of friends stayed in soccer together till high school. So that's kind of like what helped me stay in soccer is like all my friends did it. So I was like, okay, I'll do it too. And then like, I, I think I started to really like find my love for the game, like junior year of high school, which was kind of late, honestly. But um, yeah, it was definitely like, it was definitely like having my, like just having that team bonding with, you know, your teammates and like being able to play with them was what, helped me find my love for soccer, I guess you could say. So were there any, was there any players you looked up to and you kind of, kind of had as inspirations as you were growing up and playing soccer? Yeah, um, definitely um, Shannon Box. She played for the U.S. Women's National Team. She was a defender, like Ali Krager, um, Kelly O'Hara, like all of those defenders are people. Crystal Dunn, I still look up to, like they're just amazing people and I've always looked up to them. Is there any player right now that you maybe watch and you kind of try to model your game after as well? Um, yeah, I would say, I would say probably, um, probably Kelly O'Hara, probably. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very good player. So yeah, I can play great. Um, you know, we talked about the team a, a bit um, and obviously you spend, you know, you've been through so many memories, you know, over the years. Do you have one single memory that you can pick out? You can say, that's my fav favorite memory so far. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to think about this one, honestly. Yeah, don't worry. I know it's a yeah. little thingy on the spot, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but there's definitely been some good ones. I just gotta, I just gotta, they're in my archive. I just gotta think of them. Um, I don't know, there's been so many. I'm trying to think of the one that just like, we might have to come back to this, honestly. All right, all right. How about, I can't yeah, think of it on the spot. Right, yeah, I've had to put you on the spot. We'll, we'll no, end. no, you're good. Yeah, we'll, we'll end with that. We'll go back to it. Um, so, obviously, we know uh, the player that you're on the field. Honestly, you know, in the sense that we, we kind of talk about it. I mean, Coach Winkler said, you're, you know, 
the best one-on-one defender, you know, in the conference. How would you describe yourself as a player? Do you do you feel that you're that best one-on-one defender? Um, I don't really like saying it honestly, just because I feel like then I put the pressure on myself every time I go to defend. I'm like, oh my god, if I if I if I don't win this challenge, then like, what does that mean? Um, but I do. I would I don't know. I would say like I I I don't like getting beat. You know, I just don't like it at all. So that's why I take it like very seriously in games, you know? So that's, I think what drives me to be pretty good at 1v1 defending is I just really, I hate getting beat. So, yeah. That's understandable. Is there like any, is, so would be, would you say going into hard tackles, is that your favorite thing to do on the field? Or do you have a favorite thing you do on the field during games? Um, Probably my favorite thing is to either um yeah going to hard tackle or blocking a, a good shot or a cross are probably like my favorite things to do or just like getting the ball from a, a forward and being able to play out of the back is another good thing fair enough and we're talking talking about that game do you have like a maybe a pre-game ritual or something you do in the locker room to get ready because i mean like you said you like to go one-on-one anything like that is there a motivational music you got going on to you know get yourself ready to go play um honestly no like we all listen to music together in the locker room but I don't what do I do pre-game ritual I don't really have one honestly I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie but I do have this thing where I, I jump two times and I do a handshake with my teammate Julia before I play so like those kind of help me get ready for the game all right that's fair <laughs> anything that works yeah exactly yeah I don't I don't like to in my pre-game ritual I, I definitely don't like to be too serious because I think that makes me nervous you know so I like to keep it like kind of for the pregame and it seems like pregame you guys kind of huddle around and kind of you know uh, someone goes in the middle and kind of fires you up is that one of your favorite moments you know before the game that that kind of aspect yes um our captain Alexia she'll like say something in Spanish and like when she says things in Spanish it sounds like really like passionate so like that always gets us really hyped even though we don't know what she's saying we just go along with it because it sounds like super hype when she says it in Spanish. So it's great. And we know kind of, you know, the player that you are on the field, but you know, a lot, a lot of attention. Maybe we don't know maybe who you are off the field. So anyone who's wondering, how would you describe yourself, you know, off the field? Um, <laughs> off the field, like I would say, I like to joke around, like when we're in practice, like we always like, Sometimes we'll be dancing or joking around, you know, obviously serious when it counts. Um, I do homework a lot. <laughs> I love watching Netflix. That's probably what people would say about me off the fields. And that's pretty much it, I, I guess. So what's your go-to show on Netflix then? Um, oh, I don't know. I, I've watched like so many. I got to think about this one. Probably like like Friends or The Office, but The Office isn't on there anymore. I like, I like the ones that, the, you know, all the typical ones. Classics. Do you do watch, I mean, there's a lot of like soccer documentaries and like soccer shows like Sutherland Till I Die that I love. Do you do you watch any of those shows or, or is it more like The Friends and kind of The Office? No, but do you have any recommendations? Because I would actually like to watch them. Well, if, I watched them like Pele or the, um, there was like a movie on him I watched that was really good. Yeah. I, and like, she's the man, like I love that soccer movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, at least soccer-wise, I think I love Sunderland Till I Die. I, what is I, it called I, again? 
Sunderland till I die. It, it's like it, it talks about like behind the scenes of like a professional soccer team, which is Sunderland in England, and they kind of dive into the season and all that. So that and if you're looking for something that's non soccer related, I know Jerry can back me up, but I, I'm a big Peaky Blinders kind of guy. Uh, it's a very interesting. I don't know if Jerry Jerry might. I've heard. It. I've heard of it. Yeah, I would say Peaky Blinders is probably my favorite show I've watched on Netflix. It's just really like, a little bit of everything. Okay, well, I am looking for a new show, so maybe I will. I'll try it out. But I have heard good things about it, actually. So I mean, apart from Netflix, do you have any other hobbies or anything else you like doing in your free time? Um, what do I, I I like to I don't know hang out with my friends. Like me and my teammates, we always hang out. We have like movie night. What else? I like I like to go hiking, obviously in Arizona, but it's been kind of hard because I've been busy with the season and stuff. Um, I don't. What else do I do in my free time? <laughs> well, right now I've been I've been like in my free time. I usually just relax because it's been pretty busy. So yeah. Uh, that, that's fair. Um, you talked about you know having to do a lot of homework, obviously because of classes and everything. Is there like a favorite class you have? Maybe subject you've done. Yeah, there's probably, um, I'm trying to think of my favorite one. Well, last, last semester I had a teacher, um, um, for stochastic simulations and he was really good. So I loved that class. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. I'm in engineering, which is also mostly why I'm always doing a lot of homework. Yeah. So not, I feel like that's a lot of work outside of soccer and outside of class. It keeps you busy with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm definitely like that's what I'm saying is my hobby is probably doing homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how hard is it for you to balance, you know, going to soccer games? Obviously, you, sometimes you play soccer games you know, twice a weekend and then now you have schoolwork during the week. So how hard is it for you to balance that? Yeah, it's it's definitely hard. I think for me, the hardest thing is when I'm tired and I don't feel like doing homework is like trying to do homework tired. And with COVID, it's been kind of better because like all our classes are online so I don't have to miss class so that's actually been helping me but it's definitely been hard to balance but now that I'm in my senior year last semester um it's way easier than it was my freshman year when I was like trying to learn how to balance soccer social and homework life uh, so with it being your last semester do you have plans for after college or have you thought about that or are you just kind of more concerned about finishing out this season um, I, I haven't really thought about it, but I'm either going to get my four plus one and get my master's. That's yeah. kind of where I'm going towards. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's so kind you, of my plan. So if you do come back, would you would you play with the team again? Since I know, I believe that they give you another year of eligibility to play with the team. Yes, I would. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So and mm -hmm. there's you know, a lot of players that are kind of come in, you know, they've announced, you know, players like from England and, and everything like that. Are you excited about the class that's going to come in next year? Oh my, yes. That makes me so excited because I've like seen the talent that we're bringing in. And I just know that, you know, they're going to help bring our team to another level than we already have reached this season. So it's like exciting to know that. And the greatest part is like, we don't have to wait a spring season. Like we have spring season and then we're going to go straight into fall next season. So it's like, we don't have to wait at all. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is like, what is, how is that all feeling? Like, you know, suddenly the, you're fin you finish your season here and you only have two or three months until the fall season starts up again. So what's that like for you? Yeah, I think I'm excited for it. Like, I'm actually glad because it's like, 
when you have that that's you know the spring season in between you know it's like you kind of have to wait for your games but like being able to know that we have another season coming up is like something to also look forward to and I, I like it so do you, do you have any personal like soccer goals maybe even this season or the next one obviously you talked about the spring season do you have any goals for yourself in the in the team um yeah for myself like I would love to score one goal <laughs> in my lifetime so that's probably a personal goal for me and then for my team um obviously like we like make it to the NCAA tournament when is something that we're always like working towards Indeed. and and beating U of A obviously <laughs> that's fair that's, yeah. fair. that's, tough. that's true uh, are you excited for that match obviously you're faced them once and you're going to face them again toward the end is is that exciting and like is that hard to you you face them once and then you have to face them again is that present any challenges for you um, no, I, I think I'm glad we're facing them twice because obviously we didn't get the result we wanted in the last game. And the U of A game is always just, it's like a totally different game than playing any other Pac-12 school, you know? Like it's way more intense, way more physical. You know, it means more winning that game than winning any other game in the pack, honestly, just because they're a rivalry school. And did it fuel you? Because I mean, there was a lot of fans there who were kind of chirping at the team here and there. Did yeah. it fuel you when you heard those fans coming at you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely does. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely makes me play more aggressive. I would say. And what would it mean for the team? Obviously, it's been a while since ASU's been in the tournament. So, what would it mean to hear your guys' name in that bracket? Um, it would, it would mean everything because it's something that I think, especially this year, that we like have really, like, tried working super hard towards. And I, and I think this year's we so far we still have a a, a good chance. So. I mean, it would mean, it would mean a lot to us. I can't even, I can't even put words to describe it because it's like everything we've been working towards. And uh, obviously seeing how the season's played out this year and you guys have definitely grown as a program. I mean, do you, do you feel that that next, next semester, it's, it's going to be that moment when you guys get to that, that chance. Oh yeah. I definitely think with the incoming talent and just where we are in this season that, like next season, like we're going to just be even a whole nother team on another level for sure. And, you know, we're approaching the end. So just be prepared for the favorite moment question coming up. Oh, but, before, hey, but before we get there, uh, we didn't mention, you know, we talked about your relationship with the teammates, but also the relationship with Coach Winkworth. Uh, what's your relationship like with him? Oh, I yeah, I love Coach Winkworth. Um, you know, he's always been honest with me from the start, which I've appreciated, you know. And I think his honesty has helped me grow as a player. So that's always been great. And um, he's funny. <laughs> he has funny jokes. So that's always great. And I just, I, yeah, I love the coaching staff. They're all great. And, um, you know, coach, coach always like wants us to get better. So, you know, having him like always, you know, wanting us to grow has really helped me as a player. And you know, you kind of talked about it there, but if you want to go a little, into a little more detail, how much has he helped you, not only as a player, but as a person off the field? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the great thing about Coach Winkworth is he's he's always. Um, he's always so nice to us, like he he always wants the best for us. He's always wanting us, you know, to do the most. He wants us to be like known as like the, the nicest team off the field. So, you know, he's always you know, preaching and telling us to like, make sure we're our best person outside of soccer. And 
kind of to wrap it up, I'm gonna put you on the spot again. So okay, <laughs> uh, I, I thought of one. All right, there we it's go. It's not the best one, but it's the one that I could think of. I we'll remember play. one time my freshman year, I was like running backwards, like trying to get a ball, and I like totally tripped over water bottles, and it was like really <laughs> funny because I just like flat out tripped really bad. Yeah, I definitely. It's not the best, but it's one of the funny ones that I can remember. No, I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. And that's the thing's going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again. And we truly appreciate your time. And we wish you the, uh, you know, good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for having me, you guys. This is really fun. Yeah. And that was a great conversation. I mean, Jerry, I mean, I think we had a great time with, with Jess and hopefully she appreciated the conversation. Uh, too but uh how, how do you feel it went yeah i think it went great i great to have finally get a guest on the show and a player like jess who's been with the program for such a long time has she knows the in and outs of it and has seen it change so much over her course of four years that it's a great person to have on exactly it's it, and the local the local tie as, as you mentioned it's just that extra push and you can see it means that much more to beat someone like the university of arizona so i think that's exciting to see so it was a great conversation, but looking ahead, Sun Devils face UCLA on Friday. Uh, we're not going to talk about the this matchup uh, in this podcast. We're going to do that next time. We'll also give our takeaways of the University of Arizona game and preview the, the Cal schools when they come back to Arizona on April 2nd. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, April 2nd, University of Cal, and then April 4th, Stanford. So we'll give you all that game kind of analysis then. Yeah. We've got you some mentioned stuff. the U of A that they're playing again. Have your cal have your calendars marked for April 16th. It'll be at games likely to be at Sun Devil Stadium. U of A had a kind of a raucous crowd, sort of a lot of chirping going on. Love to see a ton of ASU fans get out there for that one. And I'm sure the players would appreciate that as well. Exactly. I mean, you can see how much it meant to Jess. I, I know that means that much to the rest of the team. It's not just her, her, her being local. It, it's for everyone. So as Jerry said, be there. I mean, you gotta, you gotta come back because the, the whole time, as you mentioned, they're being rowdy, they're going at the players. So you gotta be there to kind of create that atmosphere back and, you know, give the Sun Devils that leg up, but that will do it for this edition. Um, you know, hopefully we got many more guests like this so we can bring you this kind of content, but that'll do it for, this episode of Inferno Soccer Insiders from myself, Evan Perez, and co-host Jerry Walker. That will wrap it up. We will see you again next week. And, you know, make sure to catch all our coverage on InfernoIntel.com. So thanks again and have a good one. Yeah.